Welcome back, everyone, to the Sports Minorities Podcast. Your home for not so expert analysis, plenty of shit talking, and us trying to figure out what the hell happened on the trade deadline in the NFL. I'm your host and resident Titans and Astros fan, JC. Joining me this week are uh, Chicken Wing, the greatest and greatest ever. Um, Astros are still cheating. It's pretty impressive. <laughs> pretty fucking impressive. Like they don't learn. And that's Nori, there? by the way, Nori. Yeah, that, that's that's Nori, by the way, guys. Yeah, thanks. I forgot my name for a minute. Yep. Yeah, I was a uh, bitter Yankees fan and happy Giants fan, evidently. <laughs> hey, what's up, everybody? This is Rob. The uh, the uh, what, what what am I a fan of this time? Um, <laughs> this time, okay. This time. Uh, <laughs> the Bucks and the uh, Lakers. Yeah, I'm back to my uh, being at the bottom of the barrel for every team again because. Yeah. yeah, it's just it's one of those. It's, it's that it's that time of the decade. It's just yeah, okay. decade. Shit. Uh, hello everyone. DJ here, Cowboys fan. Uh, so many trades, so little time. Let's get to it. Yeah, lot a lot to get to uh, as we mentioned here. Um, and full disclosure, uh, the World Series Game Four while we're recording this is going to the bottom of the ninth with the Astros having a no hitter running right now as a team. So. If I react loudly, you'll know why. Um, week eight, how did we do? Well, Rob went ten and five, and the rest of us went nine and six. I believe this is Rob's first win Oops. for week weekly win of the year. Yeah, this is my first weekly win. Yes, congratulations, good sir. Uh, overall, that puts uh, myself still in first at seventy-seven <laughs> correct picks. Rob and Chicken Wing are now tied for second with seventy-one. Nori's got seventy, and DJ's got sixty-eight. So, coming for you, JC. All right. Well, let's start with you. You on the week uh, <laughs> went ten and five. Any surprises? Any picks you regret coming out of week eight? Week eight. I think the biggest surprise was Denver actually pulling out that win against, uh, the, London against the London Jaguars. That's also probably my biggest regret because I really wanted the London Jaguars to be undefeated. Yep. Um, and yeah, nothing really, I, I, the other big surprise, Cleveland just demolishing Cincinnati, mm-hmm. uh, didn't see that coming. Um, I should have, like, I saw the news that Jamar Chase wasn't going to be playing and I didn't make that change in like the pick and like, that's my only regret, not making that change. All right. Check away. What about you? Uh, surprise? I, I, I'm gonna say the Cleveland game. I think uh, I think Rob pretty much hit the nail on the head on that one. Um, like, cause cause he kind of told me that Chase was gonna be out, and I was like, ah, I shouldn't be too bad. <laughs> Boy, was I wrong. Shit. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Ooh, that's a big factor. I mean, we already know that the offensive line is non-existent um, on Cincinnati's side of the ball, but. Yeah, no, that's probably my biggest regret. Yes, I did change the pick, uh, ladies and gentlemen. I did originally pick the uh, Niners to win. Um, and then I saw the injury report. And I was like, oh, 
without Debo and Juice, and our offense is already flat, and CMC hasn't really learned the offense yet. It's like week two, like day 10. I don't think that we're going to overcome that. Well, I was wrong about that, too. Uh, beat the snot out of fucking... What? You picked the Rams to beat yes, the Yes, he, he picked the Rams. He sure Only did. Only because too. the injury report came out, and we were <laughs> oh missing two God. of our key pieces. We, uh, we still don't have a defense. We still don't have Trent Williams. I was like, all right, that's probably going to be enough for them just to eat no it out. I'm Jimmy convinced G. that still Jimmy no G can take the Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders, and as long as it's against the Rams, they're going to win. Yeah, <laughs> at this point, shit. At I, don't this point else, I don't know what evidence you need. He could take a college football team in against the Rams and still win, dude. At this point, shit. You can take. You can take. You can take fucking Texas. I would. Tech. I would never <laughs> take a college football to beat an NFL team unless it was Jimmy G the lad and they were going to the playing the Rams. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, man. You you know what? You can take. You can take a high school team, a Division <laughs> four high school team, as long as Jimmy G is taking that team to L. A. And they're okay. still going to beat the show. Why didn't you pick him? You know what? Because he's stupid. Debo, yeah. bro. Debo's out. Damn, Mike. I know. Dude, CMC yeah. caught really fun. through really fun to watch and ran. Caught through and ran for a touchdown. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Bro. I'm sorry, Nari. I, I didn't mean to talk over you. What were you saying, man? No, I was just saying it's it's fun to watch you mix yourself up over the years. Like you had Correct. the right pick. Yep. And you're I, like, did. Oh. I did. It's great. I did. Yeah. Especially just when it's matter. your team, too. So. Right. Yep. Yeah. DJ, we'll move on to you. What do you got? Well, we're just going to go ahead and, and state the obvious. What the Browns did to the Bengals. I was completely shocked by that. I had a feeling that maybe the game would be closer. It's a division game. I understand that. But this was just dominant from start to finish. And I, I don't know what the hell happened to the Bengals. I really don't. Chase is out. That's fine. But you, you have other weapons. That's what we have talked about. You, you have other weapons. I don't know what they were doing. I guess uh, they getting didn't have to stuff get because they didn't have to double coverage on Jamar Chase. Facts, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, outside of that, I mean, not really anything else crazy. I mean, I'll say this: it, this is now just getting to a point where we've already, we've already said it, but we'll say it some more. If Jimmy G is taking, you know what? At this point, if he gets traded and he goes and plays the Rams with another team, he's still going to beat the Rams. Facts. Period. Yeah. Point blank. He has what seven houses there now? That's plenty of real estate. Eight down now. There. Let's, let's bathrooms go with that too. With all that shit. Uh, oh, speaking oh, of bathrooms, oh, speaking oh, of bathrooms, that man oh, still boy. has not thrown that many well touchdowns. Played. To his he threw six. Good. You know what, JC? Half well played, dead. sir. Yeah. Well played. Follow that guy on TikTok, dude. It's hilarious. You know, well, I, I just, I, I don't know. I, I, could, I thought the Broncos would lose again, and it really was because the Jags are in London. I mean, they're both bad teams, but I just figured the Jags are in London. That's their home away from home, so they'd win in front of their fans. Maybe that's the but secret. They, Spend half the flight shit. doing squats and all this other exercises on the way there, dude. You know, maybe that's what it is. So yeah, that's, 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 that's high knees, bros. Yep. That man yeah. was doing high knees. knees for three hours. High knees. Yeah, for sure. That's no, be it. your thoughts on week eight? Um, this is the first <clears> week. I think the season. I mean, I'm too lazy to go check, but uh, it's pretty rare. Well, I don't really have any regrets. I looked everything, you know, 10 minutes before we started. Mm-hmm. And knowing what I knew back then, I probably still wouldn't make the same picks. The Jets were playing better than the Patriots. Mm-hmm. Arizona, I thought, would beat the Vikings. I don't like, I mean, I'm surprised as shit at some teams, but I'm not like, I don't regret anything. I think what I, I regret is that, you know, we're focusing a lot on the fact that Jimmy G owns the Rams. And I really wish I would have researched that more because Bill Belichick owns the Jets. 
I don't, he think, does. I don't think he's ever lost. It's, it's been like, what, 13, 14 consecutive against the Jets? And Cleveland right now owns the Bengals. I think that's like five in a row now, the regular season against the Bengals. So it's it's just one of those things where division matchups just are crazy, you know? And uh, I really am kicking myself a bit that I didn't go back and research that. Um, but surprise, yeah, I'm the only guy that went with the Raiders. I, I, I get it. Okay, Raiders losing to the Saints. <laughs> But losing that bad, that Bro, really got, surprised me. He got skunked. That was, that that was, was, that was pretty crazy. Fucking, that was pretty fucking hilarious, actually. Was, I couldn't believe it. It really was. They put up as many points as the Chiefs and the Chargers in Week 8, and the Chiefs and the Chargers were on a bye. So, you know, that's <laughs> that's the Raiders for you. you, you, know? you I, was, I was expecting them to choke at some point, but, I mean, I don't even know what you would call this. The, the, the it's not even choking player. at the end of the game. They just laid down. You, you, like, have, you, you have, have to be play. ahead to choke. Like, yeah. This is <laughs> something else. They just laid there and took it. That's all they like, did. They just got high and just like, we're like, okay. Yeah. Hey, look, there goes the ball. Want to go get it? Nah. Nah, I'm busy. Nah. Good. Terrible, bro. Well. That is our, our recap with week eight, and we're and if it seems shorter than normal, it's because there's a lot we got to talk about. Because one of the benefits of the NFL trade deadline, them moving it back a few years ago, is basically what happened on Tuesday, and we're going to talk a bit about that. But we're going to discuss a few more things that happened on the world of sports since uh, we spoke last week. Uh, first, which something locally for us, uh, the news came out. Pretty late on Friday, about an hour before the Spurs were set to play the Chicago Bulls, that Josh Primo, their first-round pick, promising, just picked up his option, was suddenly waived and released by the Spurs. Uh, The Spurs are not commenting at all on it, just that one statement and that was it. And then, there you go, leave it to the ESPN reporters to scramble and find out what is going on, what happened. Something serious had to happen for the Spurs to make a move like this. And sure enough, uh, Primo put out a statement that he was dealing with some mental health issues, which they couldn't be it because the Spurs would have helped him with that. Turns out he's being accused of basically exposing himself to a number of women, including a woman that worked on the Spurs staff. And she apparently has retained the same attorney that uh, Deshaun Watson's pretty familiar with. And uh, wow. she's set to be making a statement pretty soon about that and sharing her side of the story. So who knows if this is the only woman, who knows how many there are out there, but the Spurs not going to deal with it at all. And I think judging by the fact that he cleared waivers uh, on Monday and no one has picked him up, uh, probably in other, every year their NBA team is avoiding this as well. So uh, shocking release, but knowing the Spurs reputation, I think, Everyone understands well, why the Spurs. Yeah, game. knowing yeah. the Spurs' reputation, there's no reason not yeah. to expect this. But like, how quickly it was done? That was kind of like it was, and he's gone, and yeah. everything's off the store, and everything. Yeah, it's like, dude. Uh, other NBA news, uh, and I think Norris is gonna <laughs> love this. Uh, the Nets fired Steve Nash after a two and five for start of the season. And the it's it's like the Nets are just Potential. becoming a bit of a dumpster fire here. Uh, bit. A bit. <laughs> <laughs> you watch basketball last year. You guys, you guys are being nice about it. Sure. 
<laughs> huge dumpster fires. I think what you meant mm. to say. It's yeah, a dumpster fire. It's it's great. It's a, land- it's a landfill right now. <laughs> but it's it's seems, in, in the world of how low can you go as a franchise, uh, Kyrie Irving supports a apparent anti-Semitic uh, film. No reprimand from the NBA. He's apparently only donating five hundred thousand to a, a charity. No public apology for it or nothing. Uh, if 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 you only put that statement, I have no idea. And yeah. meanwhile, the Nets are saying, "Well, we're firing Steve Nash, but we're going to look at hiring Ime Udoka, who is suspended this season as the Celtics head coach for having an improper relationship uh, with a Celtics staffer." To his credit, Udoka is only suspended by the Celtics, not the NBA. So, and the Celtics are—it sounds like releasing it from his contract if he's going to pursue a head coaching job. So, the Celtics are like, "We're not going to deal with this PR nightmare." But are y'all any surprised? That uh, hey, nope. the Nets are making a move like this. That's nope, <laughs> can't can't make this shit up. Can't do it. You really, you really can't. Like, <laughs> oh my lord, uh, Nori, I'd love to get your thoughts on this. I know this is a this is a city of, of New York thing here. Knicks versus Nets. Uh, your thoughts on seeing how the Brooklyn Nets are, are going right now? Um, they're going. They couldn't be even better. They're two and five. They have no leadership. Mm-hmm. Kevin um, Durant and Kyrie run the team. So that's always how a championship team is built: is letting the players do whatever they want. So yeah, that's yeah, cool. Yeah. And um, yeah. I'm really looking forward to what else they could surprise me with the season. Like I'm, I'm really, I'm loving the direction of the Nets. This is good. You're hiring like they fired the only competent person there. Mm-hmm. Nash was not doing bad at no. managing egos and all their bullshit. And all they did is make Nash a scapegoat. So it's just hilarious. It's kind of hilarious to me. Do you think some of the players are going to be requesting trades out of the Nets this season? They like, requested trades. They requested yeah. trades. Also. They requested trades. Yeah, both of them requested trades last year. So the, only thing, <laughs> yeah. the only thing that happened, the only thing that happened, probably what I think, was they said, "Hey, you know what? If shit come back, if shit fucks up, we're going to blame Nash." And they were like, "All right, bet." That's what I think happened. Even though, even though both KD and Kyrie demanded that Nash be the coach. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty awesome to me so far. Unbelievable! I'm just curious to see how far this uh, <laughs> this this team falls. You know, this season. Just let, oh, just let it keep falling. This is. Yeah. Uh, quick update: The Astros have just completed the second no hitter in World Series history, guys. Hey. No, no one cares. No one cares. Moving on. I care. To... You kiss my ass. <laughs> <laughs> That's historic. The only other uh, World uh, World Series no hitter was Don Larson <clears throat> for the Yankees through a perfect game. Yankees. Yep. Yeah. So, oh but he did it solo, didn't he? He uh, did it solo. It was a perfect game. Uh, yeah. Um, and uh, the iconic picture of him exhausted, and there's Yogi Bear jumping uh, into his arms, and he's like exhausted from throwing all nine innings and everything. So, so as usual, the Yankees are stupider. <laughs> no. <laughs> I wonder if it'll be historic if Houston Astros get to the World Series twice and lose twice in a row. Uh, well, only four in a row, right, Buffalo? You know, so anyway. It hasn't happened in baseball. I know. Has it? Yeah, <laughs> first time for everything. I don't know. I don't know, know. Actually, there's a lot of history in baseball. I'm curious. So, oh, I'm sure the Dodgers. All right, look this up. Go ahead, guys. Yeah, you look it up. Shifting from baseball, let's go into football, but not quite the NFL yet. Guys, the XFL has announced the team names for the eight teams that are going to make up the XFL this coming season. Uh, first, we'll start with the uh, teams that are basically returning. We have the Arlington Renegades, the franchise moving from Dallas to Arlington. Uh, 
They're keeping that name. Going to be coached by Bob Stoops and playing at Choctaw Stadium. Uh, the D.C. Defenders are sticking around, playing at Audi Field, uh, coached by Reggie Barlow. And the Houston Roughnecks still going to be playing at TDECU Stadium on the University of Houston campus, coached by Wade Phillips. Uh, still, I think, one of the coolest logos I've seen for a football team as well. And let's move on to some of the new ones here. We have the Orlando Guardians. Uh, going to be coached by Terrell Buckley, playing at Camping World Stadium. We have the Seattle Sea Dragons. They're going to be playing oh, yeah, at Lumen like, Field. Yep. And coached by Jim Hazlitt. So they'll be playing on the same field as the Seattle Seahawks. The St. Louis Battlehawks. Playing at the Dome at America Center, which is the previous home of the St. Louis Rams. Rams. Coached by Anthony Becht. And in Vegas, Vegas is getting an XFL team, but they're not the Las Vegas Outlaws. I was really hoping. Instead, they're going to be the Vegas Vipers. Uh, coached by Rod Woodson, and their stadium is to be determined at this point. Rod and Woodson. finally, San Antonio. Playing in the Alamo Dome, coached by Heinz Ward. It will be the San Antonio Brahmas. So, Brahma! Locally, Hell if you're yeah. a MacArthur fan or a MacArthur alum, I know you guys love that name. <laughs> Me personally, I think it's another missed opportunity for the Chupacabras. I'm just saying, I've been saying it. It needs to happen. It didn't happen, guys. But anyway, um, you guys have heard the mascots. You guys have heard, uh, well, well, the new names, the new setup on the XFL. Uh, your thoughts? What you got a favorite mascot, favorite logo? What are you excited to see about this? I'm the biggest Brahmas fan ever. <laughs> okay. Number one, I'm already buying the jersey. I I do like the logo. It, it's pretty unique. I like the logo. Yeah. yeah. You know, uh, part of me since so the Rock is heavily involved with this, wouldn't mind seeing a Brahma bull type thing. But no, not we're not getting that. Uh, but it is definitely a logo. You get the the horns and the, they're kind of a lightning bolt attached to it as well. So. Uh, Rob, what about you? I'm definitely feeling the Brahma's logo. Like being a web designer, that was actually kind of cool. Like the lightning and like making. That's kind of. Yeah. I'm with Rob. Actually, he's still mine. Greek the Brahma's. Yeah. Yeah. S one. Very cool. And DJ, I know you're up in the Dallas area. You're going to be an Arlington Renegades fan. Are you sticking with the San Antonio Brahma's here, man? Oh yeah, San Antonio Brahma's sure. Yeah. Not your place. Not your place, bitch. Yeah. Fuck you. No one's talking <laughs> to you. The Rock. <laughs> All right. So you already know. Back to that baseball question. If there's any team that's made it to the World Series twice, two years in a row, and lost, the Dodgers have. During the okay. Brooklyn days? No. They were, the, they were the LA Dodgers. It was 77 and 78 ah. against the Yankees. Back when it was always the Yankees-Dodgers for the World Series, right? So, yep. yep. And the they did two years in a row, and they lost two years in a row. <laughs> Dodgers did it that time. They lost 27-2018. Did Rangers, the Rangers do it too? 2010-2011 were their two yeah, years. I'm pretty confident they did it. Yeah. The Braves did it twice and lost 91-92. Oh, I remember that team. Yeah. The Dodge, yeah, 77-78, Rob said. Uh, Yankees did it 63-64. They lost. Yeah. Quite, uh, quite a few teams. <laughs> quite a few teams. Brooklyn Dodgers, 52-53. Yeah. <laughs> um, the New York Giants, 1936-1937. So the Astros would, would join a long history of losers if they lose twice in a row. That would 
that won't be alone. So that's actually, that's <laughs> and, nice. Sword. And that's then, okay because this is the greatest one. Part of that. <laughs> nah, this is the greatest one. The New York Giants beat the New York Yankees twice in a row, 1921-1922. That is the oldest two-year, two consecutive teams in a row. Interesting. You know what? Um, you didn't pay eight dollars to verify yourself, so you're spreading fake news. <laughs> I lied. No, no, no. I I lied. I lied. Uh, you see, you might like this one. Chicago Cubs beat the Detroit Tigers twice in a row, 1907-1908. World Series. And that was the last time the Cubs won before they won in 2016. Before 2016. Yeah, so, that was the beginning. After that, it was a was it 108 years? Cool. It's yeah, 108, <laughs> yeah. 109 years, something so, like that. Pretty crazy. <clears throat> Has anyone done it three years in a row? No, right? No, Yankees won three. Yankees won three years in a row. No, 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 no. Lost. Oh, lost? No, 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 yes. Lost. Yes. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You know, like the Bills. Yeah. Wow. The Bills did four. That'd be crazy. <laughs> the New York Giants, 1911, 1912, 1913. Mm and uh, highest attendance, uh, great atmosphere. And for people complaining online that Texas got three XFL teams, patience. <laughs> the XFL has really geared itself up to be a bit of a developmental league for the NFL, and I'm pretty sure we're going to see this league expand more and more. Um, Geography-wise, yeah, Seattle is kind of an outlier. You got Vegas there. You got three teams in Texas. But give it time, this league is going to expand, and we're going to be getting... I'm sure we'll get a team in California, Birmingham, all these other teams we had before. It's just going to take some time. So you want to see it expand, keep supporting it, uh, watch watch the games, and all just enjoy it. You know, Year-round so, football. Year-round football. <laughs> and let's face it, a lot of the stuff we see in the NFL, whether it be camera angles, rule changes, things like that, came from leagues like the old XFL, the, the new iteration of the XFL, and the AAF. So a lot of that technology is being tried out here. It's a good proving ground uh, for when players try to get to the next level. So now shifting from that to the NFL, which uh, <laughs> let's just get the controversy out of the way in a bit. We have a couple new segments about the Washington Communists and the biggest one. It's finally happening. Dan Snyder has announced he's looking to sell the team. Underway. <laughs> mm, yeah. Well, this whole U.S. Attorney Office investigation into the finances <clears> of the <throat> franchise might have a lot to do with it. So that's crazy. Yeah, <laughs> crazy. Yeah. Didn't see that coming at yeah. all. No idea. No idea about that. There's <laughs> definitely no shortage of uh, people interested in buying uh, the Washington team, and I, you know, Robert Griffin's already put out, "Hey, who wants to come along and be a minority owner?" So. Um, I put in my application. <laughs> Y'all can see my tweet. Follow my Twitter. Did you see I, I, how many retweets he got in like that first hour? That bro, was, I believe it. Was like, is everyone uh, applying? Like, I'm check my couch cushion. See how much I can invest. Right. So I was so, like, I, if I throw thirty-seven cents at it, what can I get? RG three even said no money down. I was like, shit, let's go. I think the last estimate I saw was that the franchise is worth what six billion dollars. Is that right? Okay. 
Right. All right, so I get point zero 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 one percent. Got stuck in it, right? Yeah, so, but I got but stuck. I got stuck. <laughs> That's something. Yes. Uh, I'll, I'll I'll pose this question specifically to Nori and uh, DJ since it is in your division. Your thoughts on the news that Snyder is finally selling the team? We'll start with Nori on this. I mean, I'm sad. I kind of like watching him being bad. <laughs> I'm gonna miss that. We're gonna probably have a competent owner and do a little better. I get so. it. They're going to steal the rest of the Bills coaching staff. I mean, and... to me, it's just like every other, you know, NFL <laughs> owner. You know, misogynistic, sexist, racist, and then surprised when they get caught, and then they leave in the golden parachute. So, same old research. Yeah, so. No one's going to miss <laughs> out on the fucker. No one's going to miss out on the fucker. Nobody. Oh, boo-hoo-hoo. He's only going to get $4, million, $4 billion out of it. <laughs> uh, DJ, your thoughts? Uh, first of all, fuck him. My first thought. Second, with Nori. I mean, this. what's going to end up happening is they're going to get somebody in here who knows what he's doing. He's going to bring in the right people around him, and they're actually going to be people who are competent and know how to build a football team, and then they're going to potentially become better and maybe become, dare I say, a challenge in the NFC East. No. I, I don't like that. I, 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 whoa, I don't whoa, like whoa. him, but, <laughs> you know, I, I, don't, I don't want them to, to be better. Don't be the the theory because they're not bad with a shitty owner. Imagine them with a good owner. You know? Exactly. Wow. Your only hope is that they hire Bill O'Brien as a GM. Just oh throw that God. out there right now. So, you know. I mean, we can... Never mind. <laughs> we can manage that. <laughs> but, I mean, if, if I'm risk management, fuck him. No. Never again. <laughs> yeah, I'm interested to see uh, who takes the reins. And I, personally, I really hope for a minority owner. Um Needs to happen. I think the only one in the NFL right now is uh, uh, Shad Khan with the Jacksonville Jaguars. Is he the only mm-hmm. minority owner? Yeah. Yeah. I believe so. so yes. I believe so. If they're really serious about a culture change with that franchise, and God knows it needs <laughs> it, because Snyder fought for years to, to change or fought against changing the team name <clears throat> from the Washington Redskins to the football team and to now the communists. Is, and the only reason he did is because FedEx. Uh, threatened to pull the naming rights off the stadium. So, uh, I it'll be interesting to see. But do you think they potentially change the team name again? Whoever the new owner is, they should. It's uh, they, they have should. so many white possibilities, is... and the whole the whole thing they wanted to get away from was like white supremacy in the first place. Like Redskins was a racist fucking name. So yeah. like, all right, cool. We're gonna pick him something more racist. You could have been like a billion other names. Like Red Wolves was actually okay. Like mm-hmm. there were so many better choices. I just don't. I don't understand. I'll get it there. So we'll see. Yeah. We'll see how this plays out. Uh, changing an ownership of a team is a long, drawn-out process. So I think for sure we probably won't have a new owner in place until after the Super Bowl at the earliest. I would say, but definitely before next season. Something's got to be up. I don't know. Depending on how fast the investigation goes, I wonder how that investigation could potentially devalue the franchise as well, too. So, mm-hmm. yeah, they go from six billion to six hundred million to. Yeah. Well, the DOJ's at their hands in it. That they've already been digging and they've already been looking yeah. for a while. Yeah, they 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 don't sh- they don't say they're involved until they already have something. So. Yeah, yeah, we'll yeah. see uh, how quickly Bank of America helps make the sale happen. You know. So. <laughs> All right, so on from that news to a crazy trade deadline, guys. Uh, 
Broke. The NFL, like I mentioned earlier in the show, moved their trade deadline a few years ago back to this point in the season for this kind of publicity. Um, I think previously the trade deadline had been like after week five or six. And when you go to other sports like Major League Baseball, the NBA, even the NHL, uh, the trade deadlines are a little further back. So teams that are serious about, you get more of the buyer-seller thing, the more buyer-seller transaction. And it's contributes to a lot more sports talk, a lot more time for the NFL on the airwaves. And that's what we're going to talk about here. In all, 19 trades involving 22 different players, guys. Should I list them all? All on Tuesday? Uh, yeah, on Tuesday all, or the day yeah. before, yeah. All on Tuesday. Jesus Christ. Deadline deals. I guess I missed Crazy. a lot. Like literally up to the final minute of the trade deadline. Yeah, oh, people goodness. were working on it. Could have been 20 trades with 23 players, but... The Cowboys could not come to terms with getting Brandon Cooks from the Texans because of his contract. They were close, but the Texans weren't budging on how much they would cover. Uh, Do you imagine? Yeah. So, like an action. Well, yeah, David knows. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So, uh, here's essentially what we got here: Uh, the Raiders got uh, offensive tackle Justin Herod and a 7th rounder in 2024 from the Patriots for a 2024 6th rounder. The Browns got linebacker Deion Jones and a draft pick from the Falcons for a 6th round draft pick. Uh, well, this one kind of happened before. This is basically the, the weeks leading up to it. Robbie Anderson to the Cardinals for a couple of draft picks uh, sent to the Panthers. Uh, then, of course, we had the Christian McCaffrey being sent for 4 draft picks. 49ers and, and Panthers made that trade. Uh, nice. Jets got James Robinson uh, from the Jags after Reese oh, Hall went down round. for a six-rounder. Yeah. Man. Uh, defensive tackle Jonathan Haskins and a seventh-rounder to the Cowboys from the Raiders for a six-rounder. Eagles defensive end Robert Quinn from the Bears for a fourth-round draft pick. Uh... <laughs> Kadarius Tony, wide receiver from the Giants to the Chiefs for a couple of, a third round and a sixth round draft pick. Uh, huh? Go ahead, Nori. That involves your team. What do you guys say? No, I was happy about that because, like, you know, he wasn't doing. Anything. I defended yeah. him for the no. longest fucking time. He had a great game against Dallas like last year, yeah. and I'm like, oh, he's hurt, he's hurt, he's hurt, whatever. But like, this dude really just wants to focus on his rap career. So let him and Juju have like the best time together. <laughs> Oh, I wish I was being sarcastic. I'm not being sarcastic. I wish I was being sarcastic. Wait, wait. Isn't Juju in Kansas City now? That's what I just yeah. said. He just said it, yeah. So, Tony went oh, to Kansas City. Oh, that's where he went. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I'm sorry. So, yeah. Yeah. I was thinking somebody else. I'm sorry. Uh, the Ravens got linebacker Roquan Smith from the Bears, and they sent them uh, linebacker A.J. Klein and a second rounder and a fifth rounder. Helps the Ravens there a lot. The uh, Vikings... Lost their starting tight end, uh, Ian Smith Jr., I believe his name was. So they traded with division rival Detroit, got TJ Hawkinson and a couple of a fourth rounder and a conditional fourth rounder to the Lions for a second and a third rounder. And here we go. These are the big ones here. The Bears, who I thought looked like sellers at one point, actually traded with the Steelers for Chase Claypool. Chase Claypool. Yeah, for just a second round pick. So. Uh, it almost seemed like the Bears maybe were selling, but no. They, looking at the division right now, they got a shot. So, yep, they do. Yep, the Dolphins get uh, out, 
outside linebacker Bradley Chubb and a fifth rounder from the Broncos for Chase Edmonds, a first rounder and a fourth round pick. So that's, uh, that's wild. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think it, makes, uh, it, it seems it like obviously sense, the Dolphins though. are all in on on uh, Raheem Mostert at this point. So. Uh, Steelers got cornerback William Jackson the third and a seventh rounder, uh, sending a sixth rounder to the commies. Uh, the Dolphins got running back Jeff Wilson Jr. from the 49ers for a fifth round pick. Uh, Chicken Wing, your thoughts on losing Jeff Wilson Jr.? That's fine. Fine. All right. Well, yeah, you got Christian McCaffrey, so of course. It's I was yeah. Just, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just like. I guess they have that starting our running back guy. Yep. Yeah. Uh, here we go. The Jags. And this one has kind of been 50-50 with the fan base. Traded with the Falcons, sending a fifth rounder and a conditional fourth rounder for suspended wide receiver Calvin Ridley. That's slightly incorrect. They actually have a conditional second round. That changed. Oh, that changed. Okay. Yeah, that was updated because it it, it was published wrong. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, Calvin Ridley currently suspended by the NFL. uh, Technically suspended indefinitely, but can apply for reinstatement in February. Of course, right after the Super Bowl. So if he bets on the Super Bowl at any capacity, they'll probably be like, what do you think? <laughs> um, but <laughs> the Jags are taking a chance here, uh, hoping that Ridley gets out of his suspension. Um, you know, we don't know how this is going to go. <laughs> the NFL seems to crack down on uh, every serious thing that doesn't involve an NFL owner, it seems like, right? So, uh, But we'll see what happens with this. It is a bit of a gamble by the Jags. Uh Broncos got defensive end Jacob Martin and a fifth rounder from the Jets for a fourth round pick. Uh, the Buffalo Bills got running back Naheem Hines from the Colts for running back Zach Moss and a conditional six rounder. The Falcons get cornerback Rashad Fenton and send a conditional seventh rounder to the Chiefs. And finally, the Bills get safety Dean Marlowe from the Falcons for a seventh round pick. Meh. Yeah. Uh, biggest trade, you think, uh, of all these ones that we just listed here? Uh, Nori, we'll start with you. Which one do you think is kind of the biggest one of the biggest wave making trade, if you will? Definitely Bradley Chubb, like, no question. Like, Miami was starting to, they're not putting to get their defense, they're putting together. And you add Bradley Chubb, like, you just added some fucking scrub who had nothing else to do. Like, that's fucking, he requires double teams by himself. That's fucking yeah. wild. So, um, yeah, holy like um fucking uh what's the what's the Edwards one that I like in this group? Uh DJ. Yeah, DJ. I yeah. like his pick with, uh <laughs> I think his fucking pick with Miami win the division, like starting yes. to look pretty good. He preseason, pretty good. I was about to ask him about it. He preseason he had Miami winning the division. Uh yep. right now they sit tied for well, tied for second place with the Jets at second. five and three. So do you think this helps them potentially overtake Buffalo to win that division? I want to see their rematch because, like, when they beat the Bills, they were on the third stringers. So I want to see if, as healthy as possible, Bills against a relatively healthy Miami. I want to see that. Yeah. DJ, your thoughts on this? I think it'll make for great TV. First off, it's going to be a great (laughs) game. But yeah, I think I think this will be what can get them over the top. Mm -hmm. Because to piggyback off what Nori said, I mean, literally, you put this, you line this guy up anywhere, he's going to have to get double teamed. If you don't double team him, he's getting to your quarterback. There's really no other way to look at it. So now you've bolted your, your bolstered your defense. Who was back? 
I mean, we saw what Jalen Waddle and Tyree Kill can do. So, yeah, I, I think this will be what puts them over the top to help them win the division. It's going to be tough, though, because Buffalo's just bodying people. But we'll, we'll yeah. see how it goes when they play again. Rob, uh, trade that stands out the most for you uh, from the deadline deals. Um, actually, seeing Moss getting traded for Hines, like that, just adds another weapon for the Bills to use. Yeah, yeah, like that was yeah, I was kind of interested because like yeah, just a a running back that likes to catch and like adding that additional layer of playmaking for Josh Allen and like. Yeah, craziness. Absolutely crazy. Now, Chicken besides the Christian McCaffrey trade, which one's the one that sticks out to you the most here? Christian McCaffrey. <laughs> I mean, seriously. Yep. You hoes. Don't, don't, don't do that. <laughs> what? Do what? Mike, speak the truth. That what? motherfucker threw a touchdown pass, caught a touchdown pass, he and ran through for one. He threw and ran for one. Like, what do you want me to not be about? <laughs> so, anyway, so anyway, the, the trade, well, the two trades that surprised me was Eagles beefing up that defense with, uh, with Robert, uh, Robert Quinn. Yeah. It's and hard then, It's hard for me to believe the Bears aren't, aren't quitting when they do stuff like that. It's hard it, to believe. Right? And, yeah. and, and, then, and then they pick up Chase Claypool. Chase Claypool, and they're yeah. like, all right, well, maybe we aren't quitting just yet. Just after yet. they just got blown out by Dallas, well, not really blown out, but after they had beat by Dallas, they still no, they like, got well, still got a shot. Uh, it, was, uh, it was a blowout. They, they right. got blown up. Let's be real. Let's okay, see what we'll it play, is. We'll, we'll put some points up at least, right? Yeah, yeah, in garbage so. time. In garbage yeah, time. Yeah, garbage sure. time points. It wasn't yeah. like. I'm being nice. But still, if, the if fact that you lost, it's still our buyers after that. You know, If a team puts up 41, 42 points on you and you're not at 35 already, you're getting blown out. Okay. I mean, it it could be worse. It could have been how Belichick did the Texans for forty-two nothing in the divisional round a couple years back. Jeez. Yeah, that was I mean, glorious. It could have been like Las Vegas and just a complete <laughs> goose egg. <laughs> I mean, you're right about that too. Yeah, so, uh, definitely the the Bradley Chubb one stands out. Of course, yeah, the Robert Quinn one. I, at least from my own personal division impact, I'm surprised by the Calvin Ridley one. I said that already. It's just that you gave up potentially two draft picks. I don't know what the conditions are on that one draft pick. I don't know if it's like if he gets reinstated, you get that pick. If you if he doesn't get reinstated, doesn't, we can take back or something. I don't know. So, um, but yeah, the Calvin Ridley and his team, the Falcons, are ready to just move on. You know, um, that one did surprise me. But uh, the Minnesota Vikings getting uh, Hawkinson, which I haven't been one of my fantasy things, so I'm actually happy with this. Because he's got a quarterback that'll give him the ball better, but uh, the fact that they pulled the tight end from a division rival, uh, I think the Vikings are all in. You know, uh, they're this is like the prime year to make a move here. You know, potentially get to the Super Bowl. So, but obviously they have to get through Philadelphia most likely to get there. So, um, oh, you know who I am surprised didn't make a move? Green Bay. You not- thought they would sell? I thought they would at least try and pick something up to like try and save the season, but they like they're so fucking stubborn. They saw first of all, they saw like it's like you saw your ex girlfriend leave, and then you're like, "All right, cool, I'll just stay single forever." Yeah. Like, all right, well, that, you're not fucking helping anybody at all. And at now, at a certain point, now you're seeing her have a successful career on OnlyFans, and you're still like, "No, nah, my hand's good. I- I'm good. I'm good with this." So, okay, fine. 
You know, Devontae <laughs> Adams and Rodgers miss each other. But to be fair, I don't think, and I said this in the preseason, I don't think all the shit wrong with the all the shit that's wrong with the Raiders is Adams or Carr's fault. I think no. it's fucking. Oh goddamn, no, goddamn. there is. It's the coaching. Yeah, it's it the coaching there. It is. That that was apparent when you get blown up by when you don't put any points up against the Saints. Seriously, with with the defense you have, like you your offense can't do anything. So, yeah. And Andy Dalton, he's goat. Okay. <laughs> So I see, I see why JC uh, said what he said earlier about the Calvin Ridley trade. Okay, so I got the condition. So, he, so it's two picks safely, regardless. They're gonna right, get right. the, they're gonna get the, they're gonna get two picks. Here's how it works: If he gets reinstated, he's a 2023 fifth round. If not, the worst they get is a, is a six round pick. Cool. Okay. If he makes the team in 2024, he is fourth. That's where that's where you said the fourth round, right? But if he gets a long term deal, that's where it goes all the way up to a second round pick. Like his, oh. if he gets a long term deal next season or something, or before and, the draft or what? At any time uh, between now and twenty twenty four. Twenty twenty four. Interesting. Yes. So Interesting. It, it, it 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 the worst case that they get is the sixth. And the best case is the long-term. third, okay. the third and the second. So. It's a safe play. I think. I, I think. I think they win that trade for the Jags or the Falcons on that. For the Falcons. Falcon. I think the Falcons definitely because they don't get him either way. So they like, don't get him either way, and then right. they get they get two draft picks out of it regardless. And they're having a pretty decent <laughs> season without him this year too. What do you think? Exactly. About you know they're leading the division for crying out loud. No, I'm not saying a lot. <laughs> no, it's not. But <laughs> I mean, after this week, the the, the team uh, leading the NFC South could be not have a winning record when you think about it. So depending, they on actually out. don't have a winning record right now. Well, I mean, uh, a losing record, I should say. Oh, because they're right at five hundred. Yeah, so there, yeah, there's yeah, a yeah. chance after this week that the NFC South division leader could have a losing record. So oh shit, yep, like that was so, sorry. sorry. Yep, we're back to being the joke of the NFL. <laughs> <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Yeah, speaking of that, how do y'all feel about like like records like overall? Like there's no dominant team minus the Eagles and most of the divisions are actually still able to compete minus the Lions. Um and the Texans. And the uh, NFC South. And the Bills I think the Bills are kind of a dominant team. I think right oh, they, 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 they are, but they're but they're not dominating their division. That's that's what I'm saying. Um, like they're not that. they're not straight dominating their division like like almost all divisions are capable of winning minus the AFC South that's like kind of far apart and then definitely the NFC North that's really far apart between first and second uh as far as far as dominating their division i mean yeah they're they're only a game ahead of the jets and the dolphins sure right. but if you look at them dominating the entire conference i think they're up there oh for sure for yeah. sure dominating uh, the conference is up there but like yeah. as far as like competing wise like fighting for a potential playoff spot a lot of these teams are super close like the nfc west like, like all five and three four three five yeah four, five and three yeah. Bunch four, of four, four, yeah. three and five that, that's what i'm four. saying like basically the only team running away with their division right now is minnesota is what you're trying to say basically yeah that is correct yeah yeah uh i mean that just it just shows how crazy the NFL season really can be, right? I mean, you right. It's it's that kind of a year right now. Now, granted, it's still early, um, and with all these deadline moves, who knows what that's going to change, right? Um, True. And then a lot of teams have players that could potentially soon be coming off IR as well. You know, all those all those moves that get made. So teams getting healthy again. I mean, yeah. 
I I know DJ doesn't even want to admit this with with that Washington win. They're now they're competing in the East. Granted, they're nowhere near New York and Dallas right now, but for them to be four and four and still have a shot, I mean, that's, that's my spoiler. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. They, uh, I'd like to see them beat a good team. Yeah, I mean, I mean, let's talk the resume, and then and then yeah. we'll we'll go from there because I mean, who who did they beat, Mike? Seriously, Green Bay. Who did they beat? Green Bay. <laughs> Everybody's beating Green Bay, Green Bay now. <laughs> I feel a lot better about the game personally <laughs> in November. The Titans having against Green Bay now than I did before. So I mean, you know. they, they they well, okay, you're right because yeah. the the only only respectable. Well, three. Sorry, three respectable teams that they lost to is the Titans, Cowboys, and Eagles. That's yeah. just that's just Washington altogether, right? But that that's all I'm saying is like every team in most divisions are super close. They can compete for number one or play spoiler. Uh, the only really dominant team, like as far as division, like head to head, is Minnesota. They're three and zero. We're three and zero, two and zero against the Rams, and yeah. then Tennessee. They're three and zero, obviously. Okay. Stop. <laughs> right. gonna discuss. And you know, honestly, we'll break that down a lot more once the season hits its halfway point, True. which is going to be after this coming week. So, but there is something we have to get into before we get into our picks for week nine. And that is that we got three minority sports, minority teams on the bye week. So we got three <laughs> bye week report cards to get through. And you, we're going to kind of do this in the order of reverse how your teams are doing record wise so that means chicken wing is going first his san francisco 49ers are four and four on the season second place in the nfc west uh and obviously their their season for them has shifted a bit with the christian mccaffrey trade so chicken wing it's your time give us your bi-week report card for the san francisco 49ers they're a c plus and that's me being plus. critical but not like too critical uh okay. On this one um honestly with their schedule they should be six and two uh atlanta has proven themselves to be a legitimate team so i can't really knock them on that one and kansas city but you know jimmy g stepping on racism fuck you all right uh <laughs> I, had, I had no business losing that game <laughs> and then same thing with denver like they had no business losing to that hack of a team um, I wanted to give him a B plus. I really did, but like those two losses were crucial. Um, anybody can argue injuries are a factor. Well, if that's the case, why are they beating this not on other teams with the same injured players? You know, so you can't yeah. argue that. Um, I think they're gonna get healthy after the buy CMC trade. I at first said it would they overpaid, but realizing that LA was the other buyer or potential buyer. Then no, they paid the right price for it. Nah, um, paid. Fuck you, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I mean, nightmare matchups are crazy now. And then apparently, uh, right now, Buffalo, Dallas, and and San Francisco are all taking a shot at OBJ. Uh, that's gonna be crazy to watch the next couple weeks. Um, if we land them, then that's just basically saying we're 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 trying to win this year. Like we have to at this point, but. I mean, yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, C plus. Still, I can't, I, I can't justify giving him a B. Those two losses that we took were crucial. Okay. Uh, let's move on then to the New York Giants Norris team. 
uh, both the Giants and Cowboys are six and two, but the Cowboys right now have the tiebreaker based on the head-to-head win. So Nori, give us the bye report card for your New York Giants, currently third in the NFC East. Um, yeah. So I looked at the roster, and they were very, very um, adamant that you know, unlike Gettleman and other people, hey, we're gonna start from the ground up. Um, we're gonna clear the cap, and we're gonna we're gonna be bad before we, we're good. And with this new regime, we haven't been bad. Um, we lost to Dallas within seven. We beat everybody within seven. We lost um, to Seattle the first time that wasn't within seven. But our wide receivers really, really screwed us. But um, with everything, the roster, the new coach, the new GM, I'm like, there's no fucking way that at this point I thought we'd be two and six. I'm for sure giving them an A plus because they've won a bunch of games they probably had no business winning and they're kind of winning in a classic football the, the quarterback is not playing amazing but he's doing enough to actually shockingly keep us in games with his legs and he's not giving up the ball a lot um our wide receivers as a whole still can't catch but we knew that before the season started so we can't act surprised um it's to the point now where we started the season we thought we we're going to be bad and now giants fans are generally pissed off that we didn't trade for a wide receiver like they're so fucking delusional that they think we're one wide receiver away from the Super Bowl. We still have a lot of work to do. We we need a lot of better players. But with this coaching, if Dayball doesn't get coach of the year or doing the most with less, I'll be shocked. Um, I seriously cannot be happier as a Giants fan right now. We can lose the next two, and it's still an improvement over the last decade. You won't with Texans and Lions, but yeah, I agree with you 100%. Like. 100%. If Dable doesn't get coach of the year, I, I, I'd i be with you. I'd be shocked. He definitely deserves it right now. He does, dude. That. He turned that franchise around with the yeah. current roster you have. Imagine if you actually have a roster, an actual roster. Mm-hmm. You know? Jesus. Y'all be a scary team to deal with. Even more scarier than Philly. And I'll be the first to say that. All right. So, Chicken Wing, mm-hmm. you got the C-plus for the Niners. Nor you had what for the Giants? An A-plus. A-plus. All right. <laughs> And that leaves DJ, uh, Dallas Cowboys, 6-2. and With any other year, would probably be leading the division, but the Eagles are the Eagles right now. So the Cowboys are second right now in the NFC East. DJ, what is your bi report card for the Dallas Cowboys? Give them a B. A B, all right. Yes, yes. So I'm going to start with... God damn it, Nori. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Seriously. Yeah. You set them up, up and knock them down. <laughs> <laughs> I not give them an A for how they started week one. You're crazy. Even as a Dallas fan, I'd give them an A minus. You're tripping, bro. They have Mike McCarthy as a head coach, and they're somehow winning games. I don't understand. Like, give him some credit. We're winning in spite of that guy. Yeah. That's good point. We're winning in spite of that guy. Um, so, with the defense, I mean, I won't go all the way through you know every single stat. I know Nori would love if I did that, but I'm not going to do that. I was waiting for that too. Damn. Yeah. That, I, well, listen. We were we're we're second in the division. We're six and two. We, we're leading in sacks. You know, our defense gets out of the quarterback, and you don't have to go look at stats for that. If you just go watch any of the clips from the games, our defense—they're monsters. They get after the quarterback. They're pressuring the quarterback. They hit the quarterback, and then we're taking the ball away well too. You know, and and a lot of what we can do on defense, I think, is heavily depending on Dan Quinn. He's brought an energy to this defense that just was not there when he wasn't around. They, they play for him. They play hard for him. You, know, you have Michael Parsons, who is literally running down running backs from behind, running down tight ends from behind, and that effort is infectious. 
So he's doing it. The rest of the team is doing it. I mean, Dorrance Armstrong is blocking punts. I mean, three years ago, his name was rarely even mentioned. But now, all of a sudden, he's a big playmaker. And I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that he's watching Michael Parsons play. Michael Parsons, we know what he does. Right. And Dan Quinn is getting players to play and just do their jobs. We fly to the ball. And we cause havoc and, and basically take it away when it comes down to it. I can't give the defense, you know, an A-plus simply because our run defense is terrible. The Bears just ran for over 200 yards against us. So that's that's one reason why I can't I can't go A. We're, we're going to have to be able to stop the run. You make playoff pushes, you lose games if you can't stop the run. If you get behind for any reason, the other team is just like, well, cool, we're going to run the ball, and we're running the clock out. And that's Jeez. just what they'll be able to do. Oh, so. Man. You know, we, we gave up that many rush yards to the Bears, and I'm not saying the Bears are slouches because they run the ball. That's what they do. They, they don't really throw the ball. They run it, but we couldn't stop them from running it. And then from the offensive side of things, you know, if, if the game against the Bears is any indication of what our offense is capable of and we can keep that going for the rest of this season, I'm a happy Cowboys fan. Dak Prescott has not had a great connection with C.D. Lamb, but all of a sudden... He found it. I mean, he got to a point where he was just kind of throwing the ball in CD's direction, and he's just catching it. He's running and getting it. You know, and minus the one interception he threw, he played a great game. Now, yeah, I use the word. It's great. He looked great. And they actually had some design runs for Dak, which I've been talking about for probably since last year. Dak hurt his leg. He got his leg snapped in half, basically. I get it. But he's still mobile. And you still can set up design runs for him because now what you're doing is making the defense have to watch him. You put a spy on him. What does that do? Brings up the secondary. And you throw the ball in the direction of, of an opening just because it's going to be there now because you've got one guy sitting back there spying Dak because he can still move. Now, I'll say this. I mean, that was the one of the best QB stings I've ever seen in my life. He picked up one yard and then picked up 25 more because they just didn't tackle him. But I digress. Um. So, yeah, I mean, that's it. At the end of the day, I, I'm, I'm going to give him a B. I'm sticking with the B. But if we can keep this offense going and we keep our defense playing the way it is, you know, we, I'm, I'm a happy guy. I can I can kind of see why you're saying that, DJ. I just looked at y'all stat-wise. Y'all are 25th against the run, right behind the Mr. Yeah, Giants we, at 26. We, yep. we can't stop the run. I, can't. I mean, the Bears wait till Derek Henry plays against that defense in Week 17. I'm just gonna say but it right it's, now. It's it's so that's, crazy because Dallas is first with stats. Everybody else, we're not gonna stop. Exactly. <laughs> <You're fucking liar. laughs> like, it, 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 it's like like looking at the stat numbers now. Like if you don't if you don't back in time, then all over you because y'all are first in sacks and we're second in sacks. I was like Jesus. Now the interesting thing about all your teams, uh, the hottest like receiver, I guess you could say the hottest, but the biggest receiver free agent out there right now is of course Odell Beckham Jr. So, mm-hmm. and and to be honest, like every one of your teams could benefit from having him on there. Um, now, I don't think the Giants would make a play for him. You never know, right? Um, but oh, uh, Joe Shane was uh, was trolling the other day. I don't know if he's trolling, but he was saying, "Oh, is he interested?" And what was his big ass smile? And he goes, <laughs> he said, "We will." <laughs> they asked him. They asked him straight up, "Would you be interested in Odell Beckham Jr.?" Mm-hmm. His answer, word for word, verbatim, was, "We will look at any football player who will help our team." Okay. So, Rob, I'll kind of ask you this question because, you know, you're the the smart Asian on the show. Um, What's not. uh, I'm the only Asian on the show. (laughs) (laughs) 
who of these three teams, the Cowboys, Giants, and Niners, has the best chance to land Odell Beckham Jr. as a free agent? Ooh. Uh, the Cowboys, Giants. I'm going to say the Cowboys just because uh, checkbook is available. Like, I don't see the... <sighs> Giants are still on rebuild. I doubt he goes back there. Mm-hmm. Niners, they just don't have, like, the cap space. Like, do they actually have the cap space? Mike, do they have the cap space? Because, like, uh, I don't think they do. I'd have Bring to bring on, like, another big name. Give me, like, two minutes. I can find out for you. I mean, does he but really want again, a lot of money for it, or is he just going to take the He won't, be, he won't be worth the full year. That's that's for sure. But, like, so. he's already got the championship. Like, it's not about the championship for him anymore. Now it's, I want to get paid. Yeah, do we know right? that, though? I mean, I mean, I, I feel like he hasn't publicly said it. That's the thing. No, I, I feel like he's holding out a bit to see who the big contender is going to be that can sign him. Obviously, Buffalo is good. <laughs> I think they're set with what they got. Right. Uh, the Eagles are good. You know, uh, the Chiefs, eh, maybe, you know, uh, I mean, the uh, Chiefs are proving that they don't necessarily need that like, yeah i mean if, if the titans continue to win they got a shot too but <clears> if i'm looking at these three teams i think the niners now are a pretty sexy option for o- odell beckham jr with the addition of christian mccaffrey if they can afford uh, him obviously so i mean you telling me there's two guys that might throw in the ball between christian mccaffrey and jimmy g you know <laughs> so <laughs> okay so so rob to answer your question we currently have six million um 6.5 million with cap and Dallas has 6.9 million in cap space. So if we're talking strictly money then Dallas. Yeah, cuz if we're talking money, he's not oh. going to Buffalo. They don't even have a million in cap space. No. Buffalo's yeah. all in with No, they don't have anything. Yeah. They don't and they've but like Buffalo's solid right now. Like they wouldn't like be looking to change up the chemistries and stuff like that. Like I yeah, mean, they, I really you really wouldn't, but no. like that that that's the thing. Jerry's interested in LBJ, but it, I'm not. Again, th- th- this is this is not against DJ, and I'm not tooting my own horn. But if you if you really look at it, if OBJ actually landed in San Fran, right, then you have the nightmare matchup of OBJ well, you, paired up with with Devo and Devo, who's and, a YB, C- CMC. Right. You got Juice, you got Kittle, right? You don't have because- to do shit. And that's it all, that's all I want. Mm-hmm. That's all I want. Jimmy G not to do shit. Okay. Let him just check it down. With, with the Niners right now, too, they got a better shot of winning their division than the Cowboys do right now with their own division, right? So, yeah. That's the same. I mean, I mean, obviously, Dallas will try to make a play. They try to make a play for Cooks. Could have worked oh, out. Sure. It's expensive. So, yeah, obviously, those. I think those are two potential of these teams we're talking about franchises they're going to make a move or try to for OPG. For sure. So, I mean, I'd like. As much as I dislike Dallas, I would love to see Cooks go to Dallas. So would I, Rob. Mm-hmm. So would I. <laughs> Just At this point, like, he would have to be a release, clear waivers, and then sign as a free agent. Because I guarantee anybody else that has waiver priority that's still a contender would, would claim that and could afford to claim that contract would over Dallas. For sure. For sure. So, Wait, I'm crazy. just saying if he's, he, he's, he's had... In the past eight seasons, six 1,000-yard receiving seasons. Mm-hmm. And it's – nobody – I mean, you don't really hear about him. He's just quiet, but he's just, he's just doing it. So, I mean, that'd be amazing. Like, he, yeah. he saved my fantasy season last year. <laughs> just saying. Well, like, 
and then ran into me. This is a, this is a good point uh, to actually segue into our picks for Week Nine because he's going to be playing Thursday. But here we go. Uh, week Nine predictions here. Now teams on the bye week. We have Cleveland, Dallas, Denver, New York Giants, Pittsburgh, and San Francisco. So six teams on a bye this week. Uh, our pick order is going to be uh, Rob, Chicken Wing, DJ, JC, and then Nori. So the Thursday night game on Prime Video is Philadelphia at Houston. And no, this is not the World Series, guys. It's the Eagles and the Texans. <laughs> so, I just don't understand. I don't understand how the schedule makers looked at this, saw the offseason the Eagles had, and they're like, hey, you know what would be a great matchup on Thursday? Eagles and Texans. Like, <laughs> they didn't. They looked at the markets were like, well, we don't really need these games. Yeah. yeah. That's what it is. That's, that, that's what they were looking at. But it, this <laughs> got a little crazier, too, with the World Series also being Philadelphia against Houston. And then Game 3 get pushing everything back a day. So what was supposed to be them just having the game to themselves, now they're competing with Game 5 in similar markets, too. So now the funny thing is, like, with, with Amazon Prime Video, obviously... Everyone in the country, if you want to watch the Thursday night game, has to watch this on Prime Video, unless you're in the local market. So if you're in the uh, Houston market or the Philadelphia market, a local TV station will pick up the channel, which for oh, both, right, right. which for both markets was actually the Fox affiliate. And the World Series is being broadcast on Fox. That's funny. So they had to scramble and uh, find another local affiliate in each city that would pick up the game as well. Not that I'm saying it's going to have a whole lot of big ratings at this point, but anyway. Uh, but yes. It's not so, But it is the Eagles at the Texans. Philly favored by 13, while the Phillies and Astros will be playing game five in Philadelphia. Guys, does anybody think the Texans pull off this upset? Oh, are we are we rooting for the? Are me and DJ going to be rooting for the Texans? Absolutely. Wait, are we asking if they're going to cover the line? Maybe like cover. That's a good question. Yeah. So. Like, 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 let, me, let me let me nah. let me uh nah. let me let me say this. Uh, just like Nori said, do do we want the Houston Texans to beat the Philadelphia Eagles? Yes. No. I want them to be beaten into submission. <laughs> but they're not going to be able to do it. All right. This is the only time I'm, I'm hearing Nori cheering. For, Cheering for a Houston team, yeah, because not that's the true. Astros. I, that's not true. I root for I root for Texans a lot. I'm talking about the no, Astros. No, no, no. He is a Davis. <laughs> that was the joke. You, you are right. You're right. <laughs> right. Yeah. If it wasn't for Mike White, it'd still be Davis Mills' biggest fan. That's true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. So, very true. Very true. I like. I really thought Texans would be better. I really did. I, I think yeah. they're maybe a year or two away. You know, this, this the hangover from the uh, the Watson ordeal. You know, so. And all the Bill O'Brien moves, if you will. And the Bill O'Brien yeah. stuff. And <laughs> at least they got the draft picks out of that. Yeah. Uh, the, well, the I Watson still miss trade. that guy. I still think he's the best coach they've ever had. And GM. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> on to the Sunday early games. Uh, this one is actually pretty interesting here. The Chargers heading across the country to take on the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, Rob, where are you going with this one? I, I'm i going to go, I think... Uh, Say it. I'm going to go for the Chargers. Okay. Yeah. All yeah. right. Chicken Bro, Atlanta's taking that one. All right. Change team. Change team. <laughs> DJ, what about you? You know, um, 
This is supposed to be easier. Like, Atlanta was not supposed to be good. Right? They weren't supposed yeah. to even be decent. <laughs> this was supposed, oh, yeah. Char- oh, it might take Atlanta. That's what it's supposed to be. But now I don't fucking, I don't fucking know. So I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with the Chargers for now. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Put me down for the Chargers. I'm uh, going with the Falcons on this one. I uh, now this is the game potentially. If the Falcons lose this game, then the whoever is leading the NFC South after this week is guaranteed to have a losing record. Just throwing that out there. But um, I do like the Falcons in this one. They they're they're pretty evenly matched to be honest with you. So, um, but I th- I think the Falcons are just playing as a team possessed right now like they got something to prove and they see that they got a shot at this division they're going to go for it so and nori what about you i'm convincingly going for the charges because i'm not sure if you guys saw the game last week mm-hmm. but atlanta should have lost like five times <laughs> so it literally doesn't want to win football games anymore yeah, yeah, they really like, don't. they're begging teams to beat them so they're um, one on sports were like conduct pen- a penalty away from a loss that's true so for taking your helmet off, basically. Huh. All right, Miami at Chicago. <clears throat> eh. Miami <laughs> favored by five. Um, oh. Now, assuming that there is good weather at Soldier Field, <laughs> does anyone think the Bears are beating the Dolphins? If it's snowing, <laughs> maybe. If, <it's> <laughs> if, if they, if half the team doesn't show up, yeah. If. If the torrential flood like the Niners game happens again, then yes. If two is not playing, then I would I would pick the Bears, but two is playing. So two is playing. Yeah. Yeah, he's playing out of his mind this year, so yes. Yeah. I'm going to go with Miami. The, this is Miami. two teams that made a lot of moves around the trade deadline, so this is going to be interesting for sure. So Yeah, Miami defense too. Yep. <clears throat> All right. Guys good. Carolina at Cincinnati. Uh, the Bengals, of course, are favored by 10, but coming off a loss to the Browns, <laughs> whereas the Panthers seem determined to play spoiler at this point because ever since they <clears throat> excuse me, uh, made Walker. the change to P.J. Walker quarterback, they're just playing so much better. Who knew? You know, Get rid of Baker Mayfield. P.J. Walker to D.J. Moore. That was beautiful. That yeah, was a beautiful pass. So, um, yeah, when you, when you have a, a, somebody who's not a winner – under center, then you don't win. But then if you change that, it can change some stuff up. Just throwing that out there. And then you change your coaches, too. Yeah, change Just, your coaches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, the Jamar Chase injury is is potentially an issue here. We saw how much that really hurt the Bengals this past Monday. But does anyone think Carolina gets a win on the road? Yes. This is supposed to be yes. easy. Yes, oh, right? Shit, man. So, Rob, yes. are you thinking Carolina? Yes. Oh, interesting. I think we have to go through this one by one. So, Rob's picking Carolina. What about you, Chicken Wing? I'm also picking Carolina, especially if oh, Chase isn't playing. Copycat? Oh, boy. <laughs> DJ, Asian. what about you? I cheat off of you. No, I'm picking the Bengals to, okay. to win this. Carolina should have won the game, as Nori said, five times and didn't fucking do it. All right. I'm going with the Bengals as well. Uh, I don't know the extent of the Chase injury. I'm going to keep an eye on that, but... Uh, I think the Bengals can get the win here at home. Um, they can bounce back here. I don't have they lost two in a row this season except for with what on. offensive line? Yeah, that's what I want to know. I don't know. We'll see. So <laughs> my question, this, like, like I said, the Bengals <laughs> are about ten. This could go either way. I you know right now I'm leaning Bengals here. Nori, what about you? 
Just FYI, the Jamar Chase injury is uh, at least four weeks. He's going to oh. be out. I'm not not convincingly, but I'm going to go with um, I'm going to go with the Bengals. Okay. They should at least at least be able to fucking beat uh, you know, like come on, I, I don't know. Um, but they've yeah, changed Carolina. ever since rules gone, bro. That's what mm-hmm. I'm saying. That that's a different Carolina team that you're watching since we. Since Matt Rule firing, did, yeah, did, then true. why can't they get the win? Why that would was you not get that the was win the kicker Atlanta? just being stupid and not practicing the kicker? No, that wasn't really. That was DJ Moore taking yeah, his helmet off. That was a dumb. Hey, that, was, that, yeah. too. Yeah. that too. That yeah. too. That was a team stupidity. That's exactly what that was. Exactly. Team stupidity. Yeah. So, so that's why I can't pick the team that's... to win yet. Yet. Yeah. Right. They look better. They look a lot better without Rule. Yeah, absolutely. Their offense sure. looks like a week. If they beat the Bengals, though, are you you keeping a closer eye on the Panthers then? I'm gonna have to, you know. NFL changed yeah. every week. I mean, they're yeah. they're in the running for the division at this point too. Um, I, that's ridiculous. Not saying a lot. <laughs> Divisional. Let's go to our, our first division matchup of the weekend: Green Bay at Detroit. I so I don't want even know. I so want Detroit to win. Anyone <laughs> like, think no, Green Bay was only going to be favored by three going into the game this week? And they should only be favored by three because they're getting freed up by everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Rob, what do you got with this one? I'm taking Detroit. I, yeah, I, I, I'm not convinced there's anything that Rodgers can do to pull his team out of this funk until he admits that he's like a problem. Yeah. Like he's the problem. He's not gonna do like it. he won't do that. He, he, and until he does, like the team's gonna keep suffering. Like I think. It's become like a toxic locker room in there, knowing full well that the one person that's going to be holding the ball for every offensive play has got an ego and doesn't know how to check it. Like, yep. yeah, I'm going with Detroit in this one. All right, Chicken Wing. Man, I'm tired of Detroit disappointing me. Um, <laughs> I'm going to have to go with Aaron, even even if he does have an ego. I just, I just, I just can't be disappointed anymore this year. It's, it's, it's your, it's y'all's fault. Nori and Ryan. You're always disappointed. That's fine. <laughs> Not Lions, as much as Dallas Lions fans fan. listen to this. Like, hey, welcome to our world, bro. Yeah. Right, Not as much as Dallas fans, though. <laughs> what about you? You're going to have the most talented team to ever get to the Super Bowl and get, and get washed. Yeah. Washed. Wow. Fuck you. No, look at you. <laughs> DJ. <laughs> <Moore>. <laughs> Hey, at least they made it I'm, to the playoffs. Shut up, bitch. I'm taking the Packers. <laughs> okay. I'm taking the Packers to win. The The Lions, it just seems like they're allergic to prosperity. Allergic to winning. They don't want to win. They don't want to do it. And I expected them to do it, and they're not doing it. They don't play defense, which means they get out. They play offense. They put up points. That's great. Mm-hmm. But then the other teams put up more points than you because you're not playing any defense. Yeah, that defense. And then yeah. they, they basically gave away TJ Hawkinson which is one of their best players offensively to me. Just watching him play, I mean, he played against Dallas. I watched him. He's one of their best players, and they give him the Vikings, which is a division opponent that you have to play later this year. Who's leading the division, by the way. Who's leading the division. Yes. Yeah, Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. You play them later this year. They gave up. The Lions have given up, so I'm I'm picking the Packers. That's what it seems like to me. But, you know, a team team that's given up versus a team that can't score. (laughs) Fuck, this was supposed to be an easy game. Yeah, and how many times have we seen a team in any sport make a move that they're full-on sellers at the deadline and then go out and start winning games suddenly, you know? Um, and if you, honestly, when you look at the Lions, if you throw out the games against the Patriots and the Cowboys, they are putting up points. 
yes. with Rayla Hawkinson. So, yeah. and when you compare it to this losing streak that the Packers have been on, they've lost four straight. The Lions have lost five straight. The Packers have not been putting up very many points. So I'm going with the team that's putting up points. I'm going with the Lions, um, in part because it's at home. So I know, I know, <laughs> you can't tell me every Lions fan in that stadium will be looking at this as a huge win just to beat the Packers, just to to stick it to Aaron Rodgers one time. So, uh, Nori, what about you? Um, I'll go with the Lions. All right, bro. It's supposed to be easy, right? <laughs> yeah. It's supposed to be. Yep. All right. Indianapolis at New England. Uh, Patriots favored by five and a half at home. Uh, Rob, what do you got on this one? I'm taking New England. Uh, I it, I just don't see where the offense is going to come from from Indiana anymore. Mm-hmm. They just traded away one of their better running backs. And yeah, I don't understand that. I, I, I don't know. Like, Zach Moss is good, but like he's not like extraordinary. He's not... I don't. I he was. The, I forgot he was in the league until two days ago. Is anyone taking the Colts on this one? No, not me. I feel like no. I that. Mike will probably take him. Take away. Mike believes. Not a, no. no. <laughs> okay. No. Now before we move on, DJ, I got to call you out here. Uh, we were talking last week about the Colts, and you picked up Sam Ellinger. My God, you I dropped him quicker did, yeah. than I ever imagined. After bro. Bro. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. That no, nah, yeah, he's gone. He's yeah. gone. He's gone. Seven, he was seven, just a seven, rental, right? That's all he was. He was just uh, a rental. Yeah, he really was. Just oh, okay. playing now, so we're good. Oh, okay, cool. Herbert. There you go. There you go. On a related note, I did what Chickwing could not do, and that is beat DJ in fantasy football. So, which I didn't expect. Well, wa- welcome to Mike's life. He can't beat me at anything. <laughs> okay. So. <laughs> all right, I'm logging out. I'll call you out. Right? Yeah, yeah. I'll call you out. log out right. Mike's life. Yep. Damn. All right, next game, another division matchup. Buffalo at the New York Jets. Buffalo favored by 12. Anyone think the Jets get a win here at home? No. I want them to just to, like, throw some shit in it. Mm -hmm. They're good. No, no, no. All right. That's the way to play. If they, they, like, stomped their opponents out last week, this would be a really good game. Mm -hmm. But Wilson, I don't know if this is the real Wilson or he just had a shitty game. So somebody, somebody's mom needs to call Wilson so they can get him back on board. Remember, it was yeah. his mom's friend, so it has to be like one of the friends of his mom. No, he's back at home. Maybe just over there. Yeah. Just saying. <laughs> All right, Minnesota at Washington. With the news, of course, that uh, Comrade Snyder is selling the team here. Um, Rob, we're starting with you. The Vikings favored by three and a half on the road. What do you got? I'm taking the Vikings, but I would love to see Washington win this week and next week. Would, just so the, how would you say that? You don't say that because <laughs> I want to see y'all sweat when all your teams are like six and three. Hey, what did he say? No, 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 no. I, I tuned him out. Right what did now, he Rob? say? He said Mike Washington said, is going to win. I said yeah. Minnesota, dummy. Oh, okay. I said Minnesota, he, but he was hoping Washington. Atlanta is a great team. Damn! Well, don't, you ever, don't you ever put that blasphemy in? Never, ever, ever. Words will never leave my lips. Lies. Chicken wing. What about you? Minnesota. That was that was like one of the easier games I picked. Yeah, this is pretty free. So everyone's watching Minnesota. Minnesota. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. 
This is not Monday Night Football, is it? No, it's not. No, it's, it's not. not, no, it's not prime time. Like Sunday. Yeah, we're, we're good. Like Sunday Sunday it's still, yeah. it's still early game. Yep. yep. Then, yeah, convincingly Minnesota. Convincingly, right? All right. Yeah, yeah. It was an easy one. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> we almost got some Monday Night, but... And, and uh, finally, before, and then watch the team lose, but still, yeah. I'm gonna still yeah. see convincingly. Potentially, now the closest game of the early morning games. We got Las Vegas heading across to take on the Jacksonville Jaguars. The Raiders favored by one and a half on the road. <laughs> this is damn. literally coin flip. This is, oh, this is literally <laughs> damn. You're favored by one and a half it. on the road. I hate this. It's a battle of who's bad and who <laughs> chokes hard. Boy. All right, Rob. Fucking ridiculous. What do you got? <laughs> what do I got? Hold on, I'll tell you what I got. Hey Siri. Yes. <laughs> hey Siri, flip a coin. Heads. Uh, so I'm taking. Damn, Las Vegas. Because the, the visiting team gets heads, and the, yeah, the home vis- team. Right. Yeah, visiting team heads. All right, Jimmy. I'm going for Pretty Boy. I mean Jacksonville. That's who I'm going for. Trevor Lawrence. DJ. I don't even know why this is a game. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this, they both got to fill the schedule, bro. <laughs> it, it's the schedule, bro. This is, I, I'm, I'm going with the Jags because they actually put up points last week. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm going with the Raiders. The Jags have lost five in a row. And yes, the Raiders didn't put up points last week, but they have put them up every other week. So I feel like that was just an anomaly for them. So I got the Raiders winning this one. And but JC, what if it's not? Well, then, then we what make if they choke again. We make those corrections next week. All right. Yeah, we exactly. Ah. So <laughs> I hate you're damned if you do, damned if you don't in this game. Game. What do you expect? So I mean, yeah. What's um, going on? Oh, we got the Glossy Adams. We're great now. Dirt Fuck yep. you. You're not. Nori, what about you? I'm going Jacksonville. All right. Bet. It's breaking it. Here we go. That's a that's a smart bet right there. All right, uh, on to one of two late afternoon Sunday games, uh, the third and final division <laughs> matchup of the weekend: Seattle at Arizona. Oh God, <laughs> Rob, what do you got? Geno <laughs> Smith, King of the West. <laughs> oh my God. Damn, Damn right. Oh my God. Chewing. Uh-uh. If you'd have told me that Seattle was running the division by week nine, I'd have told you you're out your fucking mind. But, <laughs> but, I'm going for King of the West. Yeah. So you acknowledge that Geno Smith yeah, is the king of your division. Geno Smith. Acknowledge him, Gino bro. Geno Smith said, acknowledge me. And Mike was like, yes, daddy. And that's what he just did. Yeah, I didn't do all that. I mean, yeah, that's y'all, what happened. Y'all can kick drugs. That's what I heard. I rather I rather have Seattle win than Arizona compete. Okay, that's fine. Uh, we got him say it one time out of the season. I'm good. I'm oh, I've said it a couple that. times this season. I'm, I'm... <laughs> with confidence. Yeah, I'm clipping that shit. All right, DJ, what about Hell you? Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm going with the Seahawks, King of the West, you know Smith. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. Uh, I'm picking the Seahawks as well, man. He beat the Cardinals already once this year. I think he can do it again. Leading the division here. We got we got Dino Smith and the Seattle Seahawks. Nori, what, Nori. Uh, what, who, who, who is Dino Smith again? Uh, can you tell me, Jason, who that is? King of the West. King of the West. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. I forgot. For Say it, Nori. Nah. for the Cardinals. Fuck you all. I'm going for the Cardinals. <laughs> <laughs> 
in Nori's defense, he really has been the biggest Cardinal fan this year, so. Yes, true. Out of all of us. Well, yeah. ever since D-Hop came back, right? Well, since D-Hop came yeah, back. So. But yeah, this is going to be an interesting one. Uh, the cards are, you know, they're, they're what, what, one and one since D-Hop came back, and the Seahawks yeah. have won three in a row, so yeah, but this will be interesting. I will say if James Conner does play, I might actually go to Arizona, because okay. Conner's been out this entire time. Fair. Yeah. Fair point. Now, Rob, you're picking this next one first. Anyway, it's the Los Angeles Rams at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Now, hold on a second. Believe it or not, this game is actually being broadcast nationally on Fox. So it's the LA after America's Game of the Week. (laughs) Um, Uh, Okay. Uh, Yeah, yeah, three and five Tampa Bay Bucks and the three and four LA Rams. Yeah, I don't know which one's uh, collapsing more. So I'm going to go with... uh, LA. Okay. They're coming off a bye. Oh, so yeah. I, yeah. I think I think that's the best reason to say that they have a chance. Take away. Well, it doesn't matter what I pick because fucking Rob's like, yeah, you picked my team. Little bitch. Fuck you. <laughs> uh, wow. <laughs> the Rams are going to take this one. Yep. DJ. Um... Uh, yeah, I'll go with the Rams. Yeah, I'm going with the Rams, too. There's something wrong in Tampa, and the Rams coming off a bye. No, the Rams are not coming off a bye. They weren't on a bye last week. But, uh, uh, they might yeah. as well have been. Sure. Yeah. Might have been. <laughs> been. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I, I like I like the Rams right now. Tampa, there, there's just something wrong. Who knew Green Bay and Tampa Bay? It's functional. So, yeah. Uh, Nori, what about you? You know, Brady might not know how to be a dad, but he knows how to be a good football player. <laughs> so... I'm uh damn. I'm gonna go with uh. I'm gonna go with the Bucks. Oh my god. Oh my lord. <laughs> Shit. Well, last okay. one. Well, I give uh, everyone to a chance to pick up their mouths after that comment. That was hilarious. I mean, uh, yeah. I, mean <laughs> I, I thought I crossed lines. Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, I gotta cross. What I do? No. <laughs> Sunday night game. Let's move. On. Titans at Chiefs, both teams five and two. I don't know why the fuck the Chiefs are favored by twelve and a half. So odds makers in Vegas, you can kiss my I ass. Do. Riding with Tennessee, we're on a win streak. I don't give a shit what any of y'all say. Because Daisy, I'm so insulted by that. Dude. I'm insulted by twelve and a half. I'm insulted by the fact that we're so we're much of an underdog after we swept the Colts, who the Chiefs lost to earlier this year. Kiss my That's ass, Vegas point. Lodge members. Titans all the way. That's, That's what I got. Point. Rob, what about you? That's fine. We'll just catch up one more game. <laughs> Let's go. Uh, yeah, I'm taking the Chiefs. All right. Take away. I'm just, I'm just so in shock by his... his, his he's he's insulted. insulted. I know. Yeah, he's insulted. <laughs> I, I, I get it. I get it. Mm-hmm. I don't think it should be 12 and a half. I still think the Chiefs should be favored, but not by 12 and a half. That's great. I think mean, you're right. Yeah, yeah like 11 12 and a half isn't much. much. It'd be like, like, <laughs> like 11 and a half, 12 even. It's not much better. But yeah, for sure, Chiefs taking that one. Okay. <laughs> DJ, go ahead. Uh, I've got the Chiefs by seven. All right. Nori, what about you? Chiefs by 77. <laughs> oh, <fuck>. oh, damn. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, you know what? DJ said that y'all are going to cover... That's what he said, Jason. All right. That's good, man. Take the win. Might Take it. Take the win. 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 Take the win.
All right, Monday night game is Baltimore at New Orleans. Uh, and the way the Saints have been right now, it's not such a givey for the Ravens. Um, they're only favored mm-hmm. by two and a half on the road here. Rob, what do you got here? Uh, I'm going to go with New Orleans to take this one. Um, yeah, wow. Right. Wow. wow. It's an underdog, bro. Let him have it, bro. Let Jeez. me have my underdog pick. Let me just Jeez. go with this. I'm That's throwing shit to the fan too. and hoping it sticks. Sorry. Right. Hey, uh, yes. All right. Take away strategy. Well played. Well played. Uh, <laughs> I'm not taking that strat. No, I'm not taking that strat. Fuck you. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely got... taking Baltimore. Okay. Uh, DJ. I'm taking Lamar Jackson and Baltimore. Yeah, going with uh, Baltimore myself and uh, Lamar. You're my fantasy quarterback. Let's go off, bro. Let's do it. And Nori. I don't know what kind of medication Rob's on, but um, I know he hurt his leg. So, yeah, I'll, I'll forgive that. I'm going to go Baltimore. <laughs> I mean, Rob, it's a bold strategy, Cotton. We'll see what happens for you, you know, so. <clears throat> All right. Those are our picks for week nine. Guys, we made it through quite the extensive episode with all the damn trade deadline deals that happened, all the news from the NBA. Yeah. And the uh, XFL um, team reveals. And finally, Rob, you talked about this before we started recording, but I'll mention it here. For soccer fans here locally, San Antonio FC is in the Western Conference Finals this weekend. And Rob's got tickets. I've got tickets and I'm going. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Um, hey, something cool for soccer. And honestly, quite frankly, we should be the team with, we should be the city with an MLS franchise, not Austin. So not Austin. Suck at Austin FC. I'm so glad the FC if you beat Austin earlier this year. So uh, uh, anyway, yes. Uh, if SAFC wins, they will be hosting the uh, championship game the following week, I believe in San Antonio at Toyota field. Believe, so leave. Yeah. The following yep. week. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. Uh, We will be back, of course, next week to recap how we did in Week 9. And preview Week 10 will be basically hitting the midway point of the season. And uh, no bi-week report cards on tap next week. So just going to be recapping the week, making uh, some predictions for the following week, and uh, maybe discuss how the midway point of the season has gone as well. So. Once again, I'm JC, your resident Titans and Astros fan. Go Stros, let's do it. Joining me this week are Chicken Wing. Peace out. Um, yeah, like I'm. Uh, I don't know what's going to be more intense: um, Tom Brady's divorce or uh, Miami and uh, Buffalo whenever they rematch. So I'm pretty hyped for that. Uh, definitely voting on Tom Brady's divorce. Uh, I think that's the more intense match. Uh, there are no winners there. So, yeah. Oh, by the way, this is Rob's sign now. Wait. The attorneys win, Rob. The attorneys win. Yes. Do they, though? Bastards, always. DJ here, Cowboys fan. It is currently 11.43 p.m. Central Time, and Mike still sucks. Oh, you still sucks, too. Damn right. Yeah. Thank you, everyone, for joining us on the Sports Warriors Podcast this week, and we'll catch you next time. Bye.
Thanks everyone once again for listening to the Sports Minorities Podcast. We do appreciate it. If you want to keep the conversation going, we're on Twitter at Sports Minor Pod and also on Facebook at Sports Minorities. Our YouTube channel, Sports Minorities. Search on there. We live stream every now and then, just some random stuff. And you can also reach us via email, sports.minorities at gmail.com. We do appreciate you taking the time out of your day to listen to us, and we'll catch you all next time. I really hope that we look at like DraftKings and see an account that says I am not Calvin Ridley because like he's saying he's not Calvin, Ridley, so it can't possibly be him. So and I'm pretty I, confident. I would I would never check. And I'm pretty but confident. He's, still gambling, likes, he's probably doing it through like a friend's account or something. Chickaming likes to look up that like irrelevant shit. I'm sure who's going to look that up and let us know if there's an actual user with that name. Probably is somewhere. No. Nah. I'm sure there's a lot of Calvin Ridley usernames like at Calvin Ridley bling bling or some shit like that. So yeah. Calvin Ridley Rose. <laughs> Shit, you know. Calvin Ridley not guilty. See, <laughs> 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 wow. so yeah, I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs>